0: chapter 21 of the chief legatee by anna CATHERINE green this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter 21 on the cars this episode which to ransom's mind would bear but one interpretation gave him ample food for thought he decided to be more circumspect in the future and to keep an eye out for inquisitive strangers not that he had anything to conceal but no man enjoys having his proceedings watched especially where a woman is concerned that hazen was antagonistic to him he had always known but that he was regarded by him with suspicion he had not realized till now hazen suspicious of him that meant what he wished that he had mr harper at his side to enlighten him it was now five o'clock and he was sitting in his room awaiting the usual report from the river when a quick tap at his door was followed by the entrance of the very man he was thinking about he rose eagerly to receive him determined however to allow no inconsiderate impulse to drive him into unnecessary speech i have already said too much he reminded himself in self-directed munition it's time he did some of the talking hazen seemed willing enough to do this taking a seat proffered him he opened the conversation as follows mr ransom i have been doing you an injustice i do not consider it necessary to tell you just how i have found this out but i am now convinced that you are as much in the dark as myself in regard to this unfortunate affair and are as willing as i am to take all justifiable means to enlighten yourself i own that at first i thought it more than probable you were in collusion with the girl here to deceive me that i wouldn't stand i'm glad to find you as truly a victim of this mystery as myself ransom straightened himself if this is an apology he returned i am willing to accept it in the spirit in which it is proffered but i should like something more than apology from you candor for candor your whole story in return for mine i'm afraid it would be a trifle tedious my whole story smiled hazen if you mean such part of it as concerns georgian's peculiar actions and the complications with which we are at this moment struggling i can only repeat what i have already told you both at the st denis in new york and here i am georgian's returned brother saved from the jaws of hell to see my own country again i arrived in new york on the tenth naturally after securing a room at the hotel i took up the papers they were full of the approaching marriage of miss hazen i recognized my sister's name though not her splendor for we were the sole survivors of a poor country family and i knew nothing of the legacy i am now told she received anxious to see her i attended the ceremony she recognized me i had not expected this and feeling old affections revive i followed her friends to the house and was presented to them and to you what i whispered to her on this occasion were my assumed name and the place where i was to be found my changed countenance called for explanations for which a bridal reception offered no opportunity besides as i've already said i stood in sore need of a definite amount of money i meant her to come and see me but i did not expect her to play a trick on you in order to do so this had its birth in the to me unaccountable mystery embodied in the girl you call anitra but whom i'm not ready yet to name for when i do action must follow conviction and that without mercy or delay action repeated ransom with quick suspicion and a confused rush of contradictory visions in his mind what do you mean by that hazen covered his chin with his hand i will try and explain he replied if i am abrupt in my language it is owing to the exigencies of the case i have no time to waste and no disposition to whitewash a rough piece of work to speak to the point i have an intense interest in my sister georgian i have little or none in my sister anitra georgian's intelligence goodwill and command of money would be of inestimable benefit to me anitra on the contrary would be nothing but a burden unless here he cast a very sharp glance at ransom unless georgian should have been sufficiently considerate to leave her a good share of her fortune in the will you say she made just before her disappearance and supposed death that i can say nothing about rejoined ransom in answer to this feeler the will is in the hands of her lawyer but if it will help your argument any we will suppose that she left her sister to the care of her friends without any especial provision for her in the way of money the steady fingers clutching the scarred neck loosed their grip to wave this supposition aside a hardly supposable case was the cold comment with which he supplemented this disclaimer but one which would make the girl a burden indeed a burden which for many reasons i could not assume here he struck himself sharply on the neck with the first display of passion he had shown my advantages are not such as to make it easy for me to support myself it would be simply impossible for me to undertake the care of any girl least of all of one with a manifest infirmity anitra will prosper without your care replied ransom overlooking the heartlessness of the man in the mad unaccountable sense of relief with which he listened to his withdrawal from concerns for which he showed so little sympathy there are others who will be glad to do all that can be done for georgian's forsaken sister yes that is all right but here hazen squared himself across the top of the table before which he had been sitting i must be made sure that the facts have been rightly represented to me and that the girl now in this house is georgian's deserted sister i'm not yet satisfied that she is and i must be convinced not only on this point but on many others before this day is over business of great importance calls me back to the city and it may be out of the country i may never be able to spend another day on purely personal affairs so this one must tell i have a scheme it is a very simple one which if carried out as i have planned will satisfy me as nothing else will as to the identity of the girl we will call from lack of positive knowledge anitra will you help me in its furtherance it lies with you to do so first your reasons for doubting the girl retorted ransom they must be excellent ones for you to resist the evidence of such conclusive proofs as you have yourself been witness to since entering this house i am georgian's husband i have the strongest wish in the world to see her again at my side yet with the exception of her wonderful likeness to my wife i find nothing in this raw if beautiful girl of the polished highly trained woman i married i have not even succeeded in startling her ear something which i should have been able to do if she were not the totally deaf woman she appears confide to me then your reasons for demanding additional proofs of her identity if they carry conviction with them i will aid you in any scheme you can propose which will neither frighten nor afflict her hazen rose to his feet narrow as the room was he yielded to his restless desire to move about and began pacing up and down the restricted quarters bound by the edge of the table in the door not until he had made the second turning did he speak then it was with seeming openness it's like putting the torch to my last ship said he but this is no time to hesitate mr ransom i do not trust my eyes i do not trust my ears nor your eyes nor your ears nor those of any one here because i have talked with a man who was on the same train with my sisters he noticed them because of their similar appearance and close intimacy they were not dressed alike but they were veiled alike and one did not move without the other more than that they not only walked about the various stations where they waited arm in arm but they sat thus closely joined in the cars all the way from new york this interested him especially as he noted great anxiety and incessant movement in the one and complete passiveness in the other she who sat in the outer seat was watchful busy and ready to press the other's arm at the least provocation but if either spoke it was always the other it was not till the quick rush and shrill whistle of a passing train made one start and not the other that he got the idea that one of them was deaf as this was the one by the window he felt that their peculiar actions were now accounted for and indeed thus far it all tallied with what we might expect from georgian traveling with the hapless anitra but there remained a fact to be told which rouses doubt when they reached g and he saw from their quick rising that they were about to leave the train he naturally glanced their way again and this time he caught a glimpse of the inner one's neck her veil had become slightly disarranged exposing the whole nape it was unexpectedly dark almost brunette in color and quite devoid of delicacy such a skin as one might look for in the gypsy anitra after years of outdoor living and a long lack of nice personal attention but not such as i saw and admired a few hours ago on the neck of the woman bending over her work in the landlady's room oh i recognized the difference i have an eye for necks he paused coming to a standstill in the middle of the room to see what effect his words had on ransom i have that man's name he continued and can produce him if i have time and it seems to be necessary but i had rather come to my own decision without any outside interference this is not an affair for public gossip or newspaper notoriety it is a question of justice to myself if this girl is georgian his whole face changed for a moment ransom hardly knew him the quiet self-contained man seemed to have given way to one of such unexpected power and threat that ransom rose instinctively to his feet in recognition of a superiority he could no longer deny the action seemed to recall hazen to himself he wheeled about and recommenced his quiet pacing to and fro i beg pardon he quietly finished if it is georgian she must stand my friend that is all i was going to say if it is against all reason and probability her strangely restored twin i shall leave this house by midnight never probably to see any of you again so you perceive that it is incumbent upon us to work promptly are you ready to hear what i have to propose yes hazen paused again this time in front of the door laying his hand lightly on one of the panels he glanced back at ransom you are nicely placed here for observation your door directly faces the hall she must traverse in returning to her room that's quite true she is in her room now ah you know that yes ransom seemed to have no other word at his command will she come out again before night to eat or to visit there's no telling she's very fitful no one can prophesy what she will do sometimes she eats in the landlady's room sometimes in her own sometimes not at all if you have frightened her or she has been disturbed in any way by your companion who shows such interest in her and in me she probably will not come out at all but she must i expect you to see that she does use any messenger any artifice but get her away from this hall for ten minutes even if it is only into mrs deo's room when she returns i shall be on my knees before this keyhole to watch her and observe to see what i do not mean to tell you but it will be something which will definitely settle for me this matter of identity does this plan look sufficiently harmless to meet with your approval yes but looks cannot always be trusted i must know just what you mean to do i will leave nothing to a mind and hand i do not trust any more fully than i do yours you are too eager for georgian's money too little interested in herself and you are too sly in your ways i overlooked this when you had the excuse of a possible distrust of myself but now that your confidence is restored in me, now that you recognize the fact that I stand outside of this whole puzzling affair and have no other wish than to know the truth about it and do my duty to all parties concerned, secrecy on your part means more than I care to state. If you persist in it, I shall lend myself to nothing that you propose, but wait for time to substantiate her claim or prove its entire falsity. You will the words rang out involuntarily. It almost seemed as if the man would spring with him straight at the other's throat, but he controlled himself and smiling bitterly, added, "I know the marks of human struggle. I have read countenances from my birth. I've had to, and only one has baffled me. hers, but we are going to read that too, and very soon." We are going to learn, you and I, what lies behind that innocent manner and her rude, uncultivated ways. We are going to sound that deafness. I say we, he impressively concluded, because I have reconsidered my first impulse and now propose to allow you to participate openly and without the secrecy you object to and all that remains to be done to make our contemplated test a success will that please you may i count on you now yes replied ransom returning to his old monosyllable very well then see if you can make a scrawl like this pulling a piece of red chalk from his pocket he drew a figure of a somewhat unusual character on the bare top of the table between them then he handed the chalk over to ransom who received it with a stare of wonder not unmixed with suspicion i'm not an adept at drawing said he but made his attempt notwithstanding and evidently to hazen's satisfaction you'll do said he that's a mystic symbol once used by georgian and myself in place of our names in all mutual correspondence and on the leaves of our schoolbooks and at the end of our exercises. It meant nothing, but the boys and girls we associated with thought it did and envied us the Freemasonry it was supposed to cover, a ridiculous make-believe which I rate at its full folly now, but one which cannot fail to arouse a hundred memories in Georgian. We will scrawl it on her door, or rather you shall and according to the way she conducts herself on seeing it we shall know in one instant what you with your patience and trust in time may not be able to arrive at in weeks ransom recalled some of the tests he had himself employed many of which have been omitted from this history and shrugged his shoulders mentally if not physically if hazen noted this evidence of his lack of faith he remained entirely unaffected by it and in a few minutes everything had been planned between them for the satisfactory exercise of what hazen evidently regarded as a crucial experiment ransom was about to proceed to take the first required step when they heard a disturbance in front and the coach came driving up with a great clatter and bang and from it stepped the lean well-groomed figure of mr harper bah! exclaimed hazen with a violent gesture of disappointment there comes your familiar now i suppose you will cry off not necessarily returned ransom but this much is certain i shall certainly consult him before hazarding this experiment i'm not so sure of myself or pardon me of yourself as to take any steps in the dark while i have at hand so responsible a guide as the man whom you choose to call my familiar End of chapter 21